Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. A very pearly white hello to you, Lisa. <laughs> hello. Apologies if you guys can hear banging. Adrian's vacuuming and I'm absolutely not going to tell him to stop. So no. it's the Dyson won't last much longer, I'm sure. All that's loud. <laughs> I, I really can't hear it, so I hope they can't. Sweet. Uh, today, we are going to chat about the new Rock Naturals natural toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Yes. What flavour did you get? I have the vitamin B12 flavour, which is mint and coconut oil. They're both mint flavoured, but this one just has added B12, I believe. Mine's river mint and green tea. Yes. So we got sent these by Rock. They were gifted to us, but no obligation to talk about them or, you know, say nice things as always. We actually got them because we wanted to take photos of them because we thought they were pretty. They're really pretty. That's exactly where I was going to (laughs) start. They are extraordinarily shelfy worthy toothpaste. Yeah. They are designed to be like vegan, gluten-free, cruelty-free, biodegradable, sustainable, the whole kit and caboodle. And they are natural toothpastes, as I did mention. Mm -hmm. So I thought short of getting a dentist in to talk to us about natural toothpaste compared to regular toothpaste, I did a little bit of research and thought that it would be maybe a nice place to start to understand the difference between a regular and a natural toothpaste because... We haven't talked about teeth a lot on this podcast before. (laughs) Interestingly, I thought a good place to start was to discuss the difference between the different kinds of toothpaste in Australia. And broadly speaking, there are kind of two categories that a toothpaste can fall into, and that's a therapeutic good or a cosmetic item. And Mm -hmm. the difference between the two is that a therapeutic good is something that makes a claim to help fix something medical so basically Mm -hmm. a toothpaste that claims that it can help fight gingivitis or Mm -hmm. help with gum disease or help with um, repairing sensitivity and sensitive teeth they're all considered to be a therapeutic good and they have to abide by like codes and regulations and like provide actual factual evidence about their claims and they also need to contain a specific amount of ingredient to be able to make those claims as well that have been proven by the TGA. Mm-hmm. A cosmetic toothpaste is everything else that claims to be a toothpaste but doesn't have a therapeutic good claim. Mm-hmm. So a natural toothpaste and this toothpaste, for example, falls into the cosmetics category, which I found to be interesting because now we're talking about cosmetics and this feels very at home for us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would consider toothpaste to be a beauty product. It goes in like a beauty bag. It is no different to your like whitening pen, which we instantly thought of as a beauty category. Like I don't see how it's not. Yep. Um, I would assume then that like, here's my question. Yep. The Colgate like total white or like whitening toothpaste, whatever the red one is, mm. do you reckon that would be TGA or cosmetic? Like I wonder. I if- would argue that most cold gate toothpaste would say that they fight gum disease as an additional benefit so they even though it says whitening it probably is like doing other things as well okay interesting interesting Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so teeth right Mm -hmm. (laughs) there are three layers in the teeth okay (laughs) you're like i'm ready ready to hear alex's research teeth aren't teeth aren't things i know much about at all except Mm. for actually i mean i could tell you like the mouth anatomy 
but yeah. no, I'm very interested. It's one of the parts of the body that, um, considering I've done a lot of head and neck anatomy, I don't know a lot about. So tell me more about the teeth. That's true. Well, the main surface of the teeth that, you know, the bit that we touch and brush mm-hmm. is the enamel. And okay. below that, there's dentin, which is like a yellow layer. And below that, there's the squishy inner bit where all the nerves and blood vessels and stuff are. Oh, I'm yeah. actually getting sensitivity thinking, thinking about, about it. it. So mm. my bottom teeth, like, feel like I'm rubbing Velcro on them. I can't stop licking my teeth. Yeah, okay. Um, so when we eat food, the bacteria in our mouths and the sugars and the food that we are eating is breaking it's they're releasing acids and they're breaking down our enamel Mm -hmm. once your teeth lose their enamel there's nothing you can do about it they don't Mm -hmm. make more it's not a regenerative surface on our body so if you want to prevent cavities what you need to do is neutralize the acid in the mouth and that's the very basic science of it Mm -hmm. um you can displace the things that are eating away at your enamel by like brushing or flossing and remove the sugars and the you know build up on the teeth yep um or you can use antibacterial ingredients in toothpaste or mouthwash um and then you can also use neutralizing agents and they're usually things that have a base so bicarbonate of soda is like one of the most popular and like the original toothpaste ingredient Mm -hmm. (laughs) and what that does is it basically yeah, it literally neutralizes the acids, um, but it can feel gritty in the mouth. Mm-hmm. So the difference between a natural toothpaste, well, there's a few differences between a natural toothpaste and a regular toothpaste, but generally speaking, a natural toothpaste says that they don't have artificial colors, flavors, which generally have sugar in them, or SLSs, which are the foaming agents that are in a toothpaste. Yeah. And they can be good. And a lot of people maybe don't want an SLS if they have mouth sensitivity or if they get ulcers or Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. Or in my circumstance, the reason I've been looking for a natural toothpaste to try is because I'm uncontrollable when I brush my teeth and I get a lot of foam around my mouth. Mm. And that that exact area is where I get perioral dermatitis. And I know for a fact that my skin is extremely sensitive to sulfates. Yeah. And the fact that I... I know it's called perioral dermatitis, so you mm-hmm. are only going to get it around your mouth. But, like, I can literally see basically where I get my toothpaste is where I'm affected and also gross, but hashtag real talk, where I, like, dribble overnight because I'm a mm-hmm. um, mouth breather is also where I get my perioral dermatitis. So it's obviously, like, linked the, the stuff happening. So I've been looking for a sulfate-free tooth- toothpaste for ages, but I just – it was, like, too hard basket. And then when I saw that these were cute-looking – my friend Allison, who's a graphic designer, actually sent it being like, lol, these are so chic, you should try them. And so we were like, yes, we will. And I wish I had tried this in my big flare-up because I reckon it really would have maybe assisted those issues I was having. Yeah, and I tried a sulfate-free toothpaste when I had my perioral dermatitis breakout mm-hmm. and I definitely found that it helped. But, I mean, as with perioral dermatitis, once you've got it, it's really hard to get rid of. Yes. So it wasn't the only thing that got rid of it. Yeah. And yeah, SLS is because they're foaming, like in our skincare, they break down the oils on the skin. Subsequently, that's breaking down the microbiome in the mouth and that can cause sensitivity, irritation, all that kind of stuff. Mm. So these rock toothpastes claim to clean the mouth because they have the bicarb soda in them and that's what's neutralizing the acids in the mouth. And they also, this one in particular, I'm not sure if your one does, contains coconut oil as well. Mm. So coconut oil is one of those things in the dental world which natural people like to lean towards coconut oil pulling has been a thing Mm. they say that it helps to reduce the bacteria and the plaque causing 
bacteria in the mouth, it's neither here nor there. Mm. There's nothing saying, yeah, coconut oil is 100% going to change your life and be the only thing that you need for your teeth. And there's nothing saying that it's going to kill you. Yeah, that's that's basically it. And the other thing that I wanted to talk about in the introduction to toothpaste introduction is fluoride. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the only thing I know something mildly about. Would you want to take it away then? Well, yeah, sure. And then you can fill in all of the gaps because yeah. I'm less prepared than you. <laughs> so the thing with natural toothpastes is that a lot are claiming not to contain fluoride yes. and a lot don't contain fluoride. And this one doesn't contain fluoride. Yes. Now, I personally don't understand why people cl- like making claims not to contain fluoride. I don't see any reason not to include fluoride really as a product. It's not like SLS and other things that we know, you know, sometimes it's helpful to avoid. Like fluoride is a hashtag blessing and therefore I don't really know why people make that claim. What it does is basically helps protect your enamel. It, I think it's antimicrobial and antibacterial and it Basically, is the the thing that's like doing the work in your toothpaste, really, other than like the mintiness that freshens your breath and like any kind of you know base ingredient. Yep. So I'm not really anti things. Sorry, I'm not really pro things that are anti fluoride. However, I also know that like thanks to public health, we have fluoride in our water in most places in Australia. Well, we do in Melbourne. My best friend Molly grew up in Hillsville, and they don't have fluoride in their water there. So yep. weird. So she literally always make make sure that she uses a fluoride toothpaste. Yes. Also, my understanding is that the amount of toothpaste you need to use is actually a lot less than what most people use. And so you actually do get like quite a lot of fluoride when you're using those toothpaste. So if you have concerns, one, I'd say if you've got fluoride in your water, you're probably fine anyway. Two, I would say maybe use this and then use another toothpaste and alternate um, and you're probably getting a lot more fluoride from your toothpaste than you actually expect. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why anyone would go out and actively avoid it. Except I do. If it, okay, okay. T- t- I know that you can get like fluoride toxicity, but I think that you'd need a lot and they've modified the amount in your water so that you don't get too much. But tell me, tell me That's that. basically it, yeah. So anti-fluoride feels to me like an anti-vax claim and that's why I'm not going to go too far into it. A lot of mm-hmm. people have said that fluoride can break down the density in your bones and also that it can cause neurological problems and that's kind of the basis of the claims of not having fluoride. It's also really important to note that children can receive too much fluoride. So between 18 months and five years, they should be using children's toothpaste which contains less fluoride Mm -hmm. because children can receive too much fluoride and that causes them to get those sort of fluoride flecks on the teeth is that like the kind of weird like milky yellow markings uh yeah or white yeah 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 yeah. i know i know what you're talking about Mm, interesting i didn't know that was fluoride yeah so over the age of six they're allowed to use adults toothpaste i believe oh no it says uh, it kind of ranges between like six and eight i think so yeah Please do your own research on that. Um, I think it also affects, uh, is affected by when they're getting their like adult teeth in. Yes. So fluoride itself is the only ingredient that remineralizes the enamel in the teeth. So that's why it's important. It's the only thing that will literally help strengthen the enamel. And you're right, mineral 
Fluoride is a natural mineral. It's found in the environment. It's found in the food that we eat. It's also mm-hmm. found in our drinking water in Australia. I read that more than 70% of the population's drinking water in Australia has fluoride in it. In mm. Victoria, it looks like it's closer to 90, but in some parts of the Northern Territory and Queensland, mm. it's like 70. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely worth checking if you're not sure. Um, we started adding that into the water in Australia in the 1960s. And also, if you're not using fluoride in a toothpaste, there are absolutely other ways that you can get it even if you don't have it in your water. And one of the recommended ways by dentists is to use a fluoride-based mouthwash. Mm-hmm. You can also get fluoride treatments at the dentist and stuff too. Yep. Um, the thing about fluoride and why it's like the best addition ever, Mm -hmm. fuck fuck the anti-fluoride people, is that dental caries are like such a weirdly profound comorbidity. Mm -hmm. Think of like bacteria and stuff going on in your mouth, which is then obviously connected to like the whole rest of your digestive tract and everything. Dental caries are linked to like every other peak like bad health thing, like heart disease, all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. so by putting fluoride in the water, it therefore strengthens the enamel and mineralizes the teeth and reduces the risk of dental caries, which then reduces the risk of like basically ev- every other risky health outcome. So, so great. Definitely uh, take fluoride seriously. What a simple thing. The thing yep. is it's a natural mineral. So why aren't they including it in natural toothpastes? Yes. Well, it's because of the antifluoriders I think um and I'm not sure I'm not sure whether adding fluoride because then it's therapeutically claiming to benefit the teeth means that it falls under the TGA I'm not sure if it's something that is easier to then leave out that I'm not fully clear on Mm. it's also worth mentioning that we're talking about remineralization and lots of natural toothpaste not this one in particular contain charcoal or clay-based products because they say that that helps to remineralize the teeth and that's actually where the studies began but it's been shown that clay and and um, charcoal actually have no benefit so it's not worth opting in for that yeah my mouth is salivating and dry at the same time thinking about putting clay in my mouth Mm. Mm, chalky yep so there you go that's the background on toothpaste (laughs) very very long-winded um tell me what do you think about this product i uh found that i really liked it as a natural toothpaste alternative using the grants that i was using i think it was grants that's right back when i had perioral dermatitis i found it to be quite bicarby so it tasted bitter Mm. This one is fine. It tastes light and fresh. It's cute and pink and... Well, it's green with pink writing. No, my toothpaste inside is pink. <gasps> oh! Yeah, the, act- the actual toothpaste is pink, which is very adorable. And it's minty, but it's certainly not at the mint level that I like uh-huh. in my toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a different flavour. I have river mint and green tea. Mm-hmm. I asked Brenton to try it just for a second opinion because I was like, oh, I agree with you. I'm I'm shocked by how much I like this. I wouldn't have really necessarily noted that this was a natural toothpaste except that it doesn't foam as much. But I'm really bad at brushing my teeth and I always like accidentally drop the blob of toothpaste out of my mouth anyway. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't get a very good lather. Every time I spit out, Brenton's like, there's the blob of toothpaste. How are you even doing that? What's so, wrong with you? 
I, I have literally no idea. I swear my mouth takes the blob of toothpaste, hides it in a pocket in my mouth, and then I rub with the residual. Because every time I spit out, there is the full like blob of toothpaste. That's I don't so understand. random. So I wasn't really that affected by a lack of lather. And I found this left my mouth feeling really minty after because this has uh. peppermint oil, river mint flavor, and spearmint oil. So, so this does too, though, but I wonder uh. whether the density of it is lesser in the pink one than the blue one. Maybe, but I really did feel like I had a nice mintiness after this. I didn't feel like I had stinkier breath after this, which I thought that I might. And being a mouth breather, I like to be a, a very thorough brusher because I feel like it gives you a danker mouth. Um, I was really fine with it. I made Brenton try it and he was like, I cannot. He hadn't even looked at the um, ingredients list mm-hmm. and he goes, it's the river mint. I can't. And I'm like, what do you mean river mint? Is that like a known flavor? And he's like, yeah, it is. No. Well, he's a, a stupid food. Like all he does Maybe. is deal, deal with fake flavors. But he was like the river mint. I can't. I hate it. I hate the taste. But I really liked it and I was shocked at how clean my t- teeth felt and how like minty my mouth my mouth felt. And except for the fact that I am like so pro-science that it kind of pisses me off that there's no fluoride in here just on the principle, I'd happily pretty much use this all the time or alternate it with a whitening toothpaste for sure. Yeah. I... I really like a spicy toothpaste. Like I want it to be so minty that like, like I find putting a mask on after I brush my teeth, it makes my eyes water because that's how much mint I like to radiate Mm. from my mouth. So this didn't quite tick the mintiness box for me, Mm -hmm. I would say. Um, It's worth noting this one has vitamin B12 in it, which is really not that big a deal for me. You can take vitamin B12 is a good one to take as a tincture or like in the mouth because it absorbs really well through the tongue ah. or under the tongue in particular. Um, but why, why would you be taking vitamin B12? You like- would only take vitamin B12 if, probably if you were vegan because B12 is mostly found in meat-based products um, mm-hmm. and so vegans typically are sh- deficient. Uh, deficient in vitamin B12 and you can only get it through um, – meat or algae-based products, I believe. Okay. Um, well, that, that is actually really quite interesting and that's a good way to kill a couple of Absolutely. Two birds, birds one stone. <laughs> but not for a vegan, you know. No birds well, did. Yeah, kill kill a couple of tofus with one stone. Um, and I feel like that's also very on-brand, like the, the whole sort of like natural toothpaste really aligns with like vegan and like I bet you they'd be wanting to avoid those kind of ingredients. A hundred percent they would be looking for B12 in toothpaste. I think that's quite a it's probably not revolutionary, but I think mm-hmm. that it's a it's a nice added benefit if you were vegan or needed to up your B12. Okay, super interesting. And like it's also it's just undeniable. If you're one of those people who genuinely wants like not form over function. I'm just thinking of basically the friend that recommended this who has like her go-to and all of her like matching peach products in her skincare lined up and then like even though she loves her ultraviolet sunscreen, shoves it in the back because it doesn't go with the colour scheme of her house. <laughs> like if if you love things to all look in a row and lovely, they have their nice bamboo toothbrushes and this which you could put in a beautiful little ceramic and have the most gorgeous looking Mm. bathroom styling and you're not going to have me with Brenton with his 500 different Colgate toothpaste out with his bloody electric charger and his floss sticks everywhere like it's going to be a much chicer vibe and that I can only envy yes I completely agree I don't have too much else to say about it I don't think I'll happily keep it in my arsenal it's you know it says it's fine up to 36 months after use so it'll stick around 
Um, I don't think that it's going to be something that I use every day because I really need whitening toothpaste because my teeth, I've mentioned, I love coffee. They go yellow very easily. Um, But for times when I'm feeling a little bit mouth sensitive, I've got ulcers, which happens all the time because hashtag Crohn's life, or if I've got peril dermatitis, this is like, I feel like it's the thing that's going to sit in with my medical requirements. (laughs) Yes. I was going to say this could sit in your legit in your medical cupboard box kit whatever I think this would be great for ulcers sufferers for like split lip sufferers if you're like me and you get a constipated split lip I also even think you know people who are immunocompromised or on chemo and stuff and they just get terrible like really sore horrific mouth it'd probably be good for people like that as well so I agree this is going to definitely stay in my kit and I will pull it out whenever I feel like I'm about to get a flare-up of something mouth related yep agreed Cool. I'm going to give it an A based on its claims and for my personal usage, a B. I would exactly agree with that because I didn't think about it based on its claims. I only thought about it based on my own personal opinion. The only thing that would have got it to an A for me is probably fluoride and additional mint. But other than that, Mm. it's a perfectly lovely toothpaste and I really like that it's pink. It's very cute. Totally agree. I think if you're in the market for this, it's great. Yep. And it was surprisingly good considering I'm not totally sussing out a natural toothpaste. I was still relatively impressed by it. I also didn't mention it's only $10 a tube. And I mean, considering your Oral-B will cost you $7 for a whitening one if you're not getting it on sale at the supermarket, I would say it's in a very affordable category for a fancy schmancy toothpaste. Agree. And if you have concerns about the environment, the fact that it is biodegradable might be important for you. I am not a environmental expert and I don't know if it's one of those things that's maybe a little bit greenwashing and it's not the best. Maybe you should be looking at those like toothpaste capsules or whatever, but it does have some sort of environmental claims. And so that might be worth looking into as well if you're worried about how much toothpaste you're putting into landfill. Yep. Great. There you go, guys. Happy toothbrushing. And a cheesy smile to you. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Bye. (laughs) Catch you later, guys. Have a good week. Uh, Bye-bye.